Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eyes. As though you might be thinking, Gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. What's up, movie geeks? My name is Justin Winters. This is So I Married a Movie Geek, a podcast for people that love film and people that love people who love film. Uh, my name, again, is Justin. It's an exciting week this week on uh, So I Married a Movie Geek. Chrissy's taking the week off because we are going back to our 1980s fantasy movie draft tournament. We've already started with the years 1980 and 1981. And we've come to one of my favorite years of the decade. Tonight we're drafting 1982 movies. And doing so, we got two vets tonight, two newbies. They're all going to draft it out because, again, this is a tournament. Uh, each, each year that we do, there's going to be one winner that's going to advance to our uh, semifinals in March of two, uh, 2019. And those years are going to be 80, uh, 80, yep, 87 and 88. And then our final will be 1989. So a lot at stake. There's actually going to be a big prize for the winner at the end. Um, most likely some expensive headphones, guys. And as podcasters, always down for some expensive head- headphones. So let's start with the draft order tonight. Uh, who's drafting tonight? We got in the one spot uh, a draft vet, one of the, the vettiest of vets. You know him as hashtag peanut chews. It's my boy from Philly, Dave from Soupy Movie Brothers. What's up, Dave? Did you just call me Soupy Movie Brothers? I mean, soupy. it is hot in here. My soupy. balls are somewhat soupy. Super so Movie I feel- Brothers. <laughs> I, I I always want to say it like you're. <laughs> I want to say it like you say it on your show. Fun and how I, much I perspire? I, I screwed up, Dave. I'm sorry, Dave. What's up, man? Uh, I am actually not happy to be here at all, but uh, I'm I'm soldiering up and I'm doing it anyway. So, because Justin, I, I I'm still salty about those peanut chews. I am still very salty about uh, about the, about that entire snack draft. It, I just can't get it out of my head. I have sleepless nights. I have flop sweat. I got ball sweat. I got ass sweat. I mean, I I've just been a sweating mess ever since we had that draft. And I I frankly hear your voice. When I close my eyes at night, and it's quite haunting. Um, if anyone didn't check out the the movie theater snack fantasy movie draft we did last year with Dave, with Chris Brayton, um, <laughs> it's a fun time, guys. And uh, Dave infamously drafted Peanut Chews, which was something we knew nothing about. Uh, and it's then regional to Philadelphia. <laughs> pretzel nuggets with, with cheese. Uh, which is it a- has scarred me so much <laughs> that when I make love to my wife, her face morphs into Justin's. Uh, a, a great, a great Wheel. example of of someone just totally turning against everyone else in the draft because he was uh, merciless, <laughs> just so made fun of the whole time. But Dave- I was googling people and finding their home addresses and like <laughs> making legit plans to travel and 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 cause physical pain to them. Uh, <laughs> outside of that draft, Dave Dave has uh, been in probably as as many as many as anyone. You've been in a lot, Dave. You, you don't even have a count, do you? I, I don't even have a count. I've won one. Um, I won superhero movie draft, and then I've probably lost. I think it's four if you count. Uh, 
if you if you leave the snack draft out of it. So <laughs> I'm like one in five. The, the, I got you know I'm fucking bangles over here. Hashtag never forget uh, that snack draft. So uh, Dave, I, I know it's late over there. I know you're already bitching about the time, but you know we we, we like to drink whether it's just a little hydration of water or a heftier beverage. What are you drinking tonight, man? Uh. Nestle Pure Life Water. No, um, that's that's just my side piece. Uh, I am drinking Victory uh, Brewing Company out of Philadelphia, PA. This is like my favorite beer of the year. It's the homegrown new American lager. It is a fucking awesome lager. And then they went ahead and they dry hopped it. So it's a nice, refreshing, hoppy lager that's really good. And it's a very nice go-to um, beer. So I love it. Uh, does it taste like trees? You know how I hate those beers no, that taste no, like trees. No, actually, it's it's you you you'd probably actually like it because it's <laughs> it's super light on the hop. So it's just it's just kind of a hint of it. And I will not be getting terribly fucked up because it's only four point eight percent alcohol by volume. So smart. That's a smart move, man. So uh, it is. well, the the whiskey I'll have by round four though that'll change it up. <laughs> <laughs> no whiskey, guys. No whiskey tonight on the draft. Dave, again, is in the one spot tonight. In the two spot, we got a newbie. And he's already uh, he's uh, he's already below ground in, in standing here in the fantasy movie draft because he, he, he left us waiting for a while. We, we, we were actually going to give up his place here in, here in the 1982 draft. A very hotly contested, competitive, everybody wanted in. I'm talking about Doug from Good Times, great movies. Doug... You have some explaining to do, man. What's going on? I I am not this person, first of all. And I feel so terrible. I literally, when I realized what time it was and how late I was, I contemplated just never hopping on. I feel so bad. And my excuse isn't even good. I fell asleep, guys. I fell asleep As on penance, the couch. can we make him drink I, whiskey? Like uh, a shot of whiskey? <laughs> I got each nothing. Just shot the whole fucking Dude. bottle, man. Get it down. Yeah. <laughs> when I each draft, so and that's so, the thing. So, when I came, that's to, twelve. That's twelve shots. I have yeah. nothing now because I ran here. When I came to, when I realized what time is, I don't have a drink in front of me. Once we start drafting, I'm gonna have to get something to drink. I am, I, I'm so unprepared, and I was so on the ball earlier today. But that means nothing. This this isn't doing me any good anyway. So. Yeah, that's it. I'm here. Yay. Uh, All right. <laughs> it's 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 going to be a tough one for you, Doug. We got a lot of uh, angry drafters been waiting around for you. Uh but but at, but as a newbie dude, uh welcome to the show. Can you tell us about your oh, podcast? Yeah. Uh no, thank you for having me. <laughs> um no, no. I I have a uh an 80s movie podcast. Um I've started to explain it to people as, you know, by saying that I didn't set out to make a bad movie podcast, but that sort of is what it has become. Uh, even movies that my host and I, or, or my co-host and I thought that we did like turn out to be much worse than we thought they were at the time. I mean, we, we do touch on some pretty good movies and we've covered some from 82. Um, but more than not, we come across terrible. We just watched Maximum Overdrive and that is the biggest pile of dog shit and that i loved when uh, i was like 13 years old that was the greatest and Justin now is it's a huge fan embarrassing of that movie. 
I love that movie, Doug. Oh man, you're just really hitting all the my I know. all my it's, soft spots this mo- this this evening, Doug. What, with- hey listen, man, at least Maximum what- Overdrive has the first on screen appearance of the Green Goblin mm. in anything. It's true. So <laughs> I mean, I, it's it's a quintessential a so so bad it's good to me. Okay. I, it's just so stupid oh. and. You know, he was coked After up a while, the whole that's time. what I was hoping for. But when it's just a bunch of people hanging out at a gas station for most of the time, just wandering around, it it wasn't even so bad. It's good. But anyway, no, I'm I'm so happy to be here, and I'm so thrown off though right now. What you, Doug? We will we will forgive you for now, but we will not forget. <laughs> uh, we got five five rounds to uh, rake you over the coals. Uh, tonight so oh please do no i expect nothing else so maybe while we introduce the next two guys you can go grab a, dr- a drink doug so you'll have That's that what i'm gonna do um but but again welcome so uh in the three spot we also have another newbie tonight he was on time though so uh that was I, I i was representing for the newbies so <laughs> that was a plus uh john from the 30 something podcast what's up john how you doing this evening I'm doing pretty good. I did not. I saw other people taking naps. I've been popping no dos. I've locked the kids in their room. I've, I've been ready to go for a while now. So I am. I'm not going to fall asleep. I locked away all the heavy liquor in the cabinet. So I'm. I am prepared and ready to go. Oh well, you're you're this music to my ears, man. Thirty uh, something podcast. Tell us about it, man. Yeah, we were uh, we're a bunch of guys that were. I mean that sums up every podcast, but we're a bunch of guys that were um, all teachers in the same school. And we'd sit around, we'd just talk movies all the time. And each of us kind of individually, we had we had other podcasts we like, we wanted to start one. So uh, we were, we started it in um, 2015. So we were kind of like, you know, what? there's a lot of amazing movies in 84, 85, kind of starting that that time. So we just decided, let's let's do one that we can keep going with. And so every year we hit up movies that are hitting their 30th anniversary. So this year we're in in uh, 1988. So we've been doing 88 movies this year. We started the podcast after 82. So we haven't covered any of these movies that we're going to be drafting tonight. But, you know, I, I look forward to coming back in March and being able to talk about the 87, 88 ones. Ooh, that would be perfect for you. John, I think you're another 80 baby. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I I was 80. So I some of these movies I obviously didn't go see in the theater because my parents weren't those kind of parents that bring a, a one and a half year old to the movie theater. But well, definitely an 80s baby. I, I am an 80 baby as well. And I can, in terms of both your and Doug's podcast, I always see some of my favorites of the 80s being talked about. So everyone should check out both of your podcasts. John, are you drinking something tonight, man? I am. Actually, we, it's been a bit of a week, so all the hard liquor is totally gone. Um, but uh, I do have, and I'm, I'm not much of a beer fan, but my family lives down in Texas, and, and I'm from Texas originally. So I had bought a giant case of the uh, Austin's East Ciders Hard Cider, and I saved my last can for a special event, and this is my special event. So, What's the APV on the Hard Cider? Uh, we're at a five percent, so I'm point two percent more drunk than uh, everybody else. <laughs> Going hard tonight. So, uh, welcome to the draft, sir. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, in the four spot tonight, we got a, a returnee. Uh, he hails from New Zealand. Uh, I'm talking about Sam from the movie reviews and Twenty Q's podcast. Sam, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Really good to be here. Uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> bit of a little bit of a wait, bit of a wait, and I've uh, slowly been sipping my vodka and lemonade while waiting, and uh, I think it might be backfiring. 
Uh, we're taping this on a Friday night, which means Sam is already in the middle of Saturday. How you doing over there on the other side of the world? Yeah, man, living in the future, and uh, it's good. Uh, yeah, nice little afternoon. Been down to watch one of my colleagues do a marathon run, and my God, am I tired. <laughs> so wh- while we were all waiting for Doug, uh, Sam was like, well, it's the middle of the day here. I'm cool uh, over here. So uh, uh, Sam, this is your second time. What, what, what was your theme the first time on the draft? That's correct. I did action movies from the 2000s. Uh, I also did it with Dave. And uh, yeah, I managed to get 51% in the vote. So well, there you go, America. One New Zealander equals three Americans. Dave and Sam, this is a rematch. Dave, what, both of you lost last time, man. You got to amp it up. And we. Oh, lo- I won. I'm, I'm ready. I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Dave's already already given up on this one. Is he awake? <laughs> Wake up, Dave. Oh, well, I was being polite. I was being quiet <laughs> for once. You know what? Justin chided me before we got on here, and I decided to that I was going to be respectful. But now you you you've woken you, you you've woken me. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. That's great. Uh, so. Uh, Welcome all, all, all for you. So, like I said, I'm super excited about this uh, this draft. We, we've done two years so far, but 82, in my eyes, is where it really starts to get really competitive. There's some of my favorite all-time movies this year. So, But before we talk movies, we've got to jump in our Universal Studios Back to the Future ride, uh, Large DeLorean, all of us, and take a trip back to the year 1982. Uh, Dave has already spoiled this before we even started taping, but we're going to talk about the top five uh, Billboard's year-end Hot 100 singles of 1982, just to set the mood as to what was going music-wise in 82. So number five from the Jay Giles band, it's Centerfold, which is a song that I just hate with all my being. I hate that song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Paul, Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder uh, sang the number four song, which was Ebony and Ivory which is always fun. Uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts had I Love Rock and Roll at number two. Eye of the Tiger, uh, in my eyes, should have been the number one song uh, from Survivor, but it was at number two for some reason. And then in the number one spot, which means out of all these singles in 1982, this was number one, we have Olivia Newton-John with Physical. Dave, Dave's physical. favorite song. There you go, Dave. I wanna get physical. <laughs> I was so surprised. Why isn't Eye of the Tiger number one? Like, obviously, I was only two this well, year, well, but let's. I will. I will succeed. I will it's, leave this draft right now if someone can sing me all of the lyrics to Eye of the Tiger, every single word of it. Well, I mean, it's not one word over no, and over I'm again. Everyone goes, <laughs> it's the yeah, Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. It's the thrill of the thrill fight. Of the challenge of arrivals. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, no one knows all the words. I'm just saying, maybe physical was one of those that was really hot at the time, again, because of the video, as someone said, and then that was it. Yeah, that video is crazy, man. Like That video is insane by today's standards, and I'm assuming the standards at the time. I mean... It it was just 
it's the silliest thing you've ever seen. Just those buff dudes and <laughs> like wall to wall buff dudes dancing around. It, it's an amazing video for so many different reasons. I mean, I guess it worked uh, again. Number yeah. one, hot, hot 100 singles of 82 physical at the top spot. So uh, what was, what else was going on? In 82 guys. Uh, one of the most, the biggest albums of all time uh, was released. Of course, Michael Jackson's thriller. Um, Time Magazine's Man of the Year was given for the first time to a non-human, meaning the computer. I'm sure, that was exciting. That was so. Eighty-two was the year that the Commodore sixty-four was the popular home-use computer at the time. Epcot uh, opened in Orlando, Florida. Of course, in or uh, uh, in eighty-two, the Weather Channel started, and then John Belushi was found dead of a heroin and cocaine overdose. Uh, down the street at the Chateau Marmont on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. He was 33 years old. A lot of, lot of stuff happening in 82, guys, but we're here to talk <laughs> movies. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> I ended on cocaine. <laughs> there's, also something, um, there's also something else that was very important that happened in 1982, and that was in a city of Hamilton, New Zealand, I <laughs> came out of my mother. <laughs> I love that everyone announces their birth uh, on one of these jazz every year. It's great. So I think yeah. more importantly was 1981 when your dad made it with your mom, or when I traveled no. back in time and made it with no, your mom. No, I'm an October baby, so oh. I'm an October. So it's Valentine's Day. Back to the future burn <laughs> from Dave. Uh, so, um, so let's get it started, guys. Let's let's start talking movies. We're here tonight for the 1982. Fantasy movie draft. Nerd! Hey! What's this lying around shit? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember balance. Make cool fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Game over. What do you guys think about this year as a whole? Oh. Oh yeah. This is one of my favorite <laughs> years. Uh, there's just two of my favorite movies of all time that came out in this year. So. And I get to go first. Ooh. And it was so hard to pick between my two babies. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Other other guy other guys. What do you guys think about the year? I would I would agree. I, I think it's one of the strongest of the entire decade. Um, and just as Dave said, I also have two, probably two of my favorite films, um, fall in in the top tier. I'm gonna say. I don't know if it's number one. I don't know if he and I have the same two. Um, but probably two of my favorite films of all time fall Ooh. into this decade. Yeah, I, this was one that I looked at and I was like, you know what? There's for me, there's some really good ones up at the top, but then there's a steep drop off after that. Really? Yeah. See, I, 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 no, 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 no. It's yeah. it's true. This is going to be a pretty dicey uh, middle round three, four, and five. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I'm. That's kind of what I was thinking. Oh, interesting. All right. I thought there was a couple of like, there's a couple of all stars for sure. But then I thought there was quite a bit of quality through the middle. Um, but yeah, around 15, 16, it's like, oh shit, I give up. 
What? Wait, what? Wait, so nobody else has 30 on their list? 30 really I, strong I actually films? do, and if I get into all yeah. those, if I get into those, some of them, I'm going to just be naming them, and then I no. don't have a reason why I named it. It's because I found it on a list somewhere, and I never saw it because it's garbage. I, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, I, I, have a few, I have a few of those, too. I'm, I'm going to jump in and say this. We established this as a rule a, cu- a couple of drafts ago. There's no joke uh, announcement draft uh, picks. If you if you joke, oh god, god, when that happened, I was so pissed off. <laughs> there's no joking, uh, and there's also if you well, I won't even mention that one. But some people have been saying bad things about a a movie in round one, only to pick it in round five as to throw people yeah. off that it's a bad pick. So uh, yeah. yeah, no sure. negging. You can't neg movies. No, guys. no negging movies. I'm out. I'm see, see you later. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I didn't know the rules were so strict. Yeah, we are we. We accept all movies here, no matter how bad they are. Oh man! And all and all 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 guests, no matter how late they are. Oh my god! <laughs> I this, uh. not gonna leave it. Not gonna live it down, uh, guys. Let's get, get s- used to it, Doug. Oh, Doug. <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> oh. Can we please just make him pick something really horrible in round one, <laughs> like Halloween I, three or something listen, like that? Listen, I like may do really that on bad. my own. I don't. I don't know if that's a punishment. Sam's not even pretty... listening to me. Stop. Stop naming movies. Guys, I will. Oh, sorry, oh, yeah. sorry. No, yeah, exactly. no one name movies. I will you ding you. Uh, okay. So before anyone, you know, jokely uh, picks a movie, I'm gonna start with round one. And Doug, who was late today, picked the draft order today. Pick Dave to pick first. Dave, you got the first pick in the whole 82 draft. <laughs> You've been waiting for this moment for for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. What do you got, man? You dumb bastard! Why would you pick me to go first? Come on now. There's so few movies in 82 to really pick from to like really solidify a, a, a lovely list. And I'm very happy to go first. So um, normally when I make my list, uh, the first place I start is boxofficemojo.com. You see like what was popular that year, what people went to. That doesn't always mean that your tops are going to be there. Uh, but it gives you a good idea of the range of films. But to find my first film, I have to scroll all the way down to number 42 – in for 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 the box office <laughs> that year, because um, it was not well received when it came out, and it's since found a huge cult following. Everybody loves it. I'm not even sure if you can call it cult following anymore, uh, but it's John Carpenter's The Thing. It is just oh come on like I wasn't gonna pick this first <laughs> yeah I know yeah. If, if anyone's ever heard Dave talk about movies they know that this is gonna be his first pick yeah so. I mean every year we talk about the thing on our show uh, usually around the winter time because we really like to feel like that desolation that you feel in that film the isolation being locked in a room with Jay is just like being locked in a room with someone who could possibly burst out uh, with tentacles and devour you it's 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 all very possible uh, but the thing is just uh just my one of my favorite movies of all time i i just can't get enough of it i can't dissect it enough i can't think about it enough i've even read the comic books and watched the 2011 re, uh well, prequel that i somewhat defend in some ways when i got into the behind the scenes stuff about it so it's just a lore that i love and it's a film that i love so 
Yeah, D- Dave. That's my Dave. One. I was talking about that. You you talk about your your thing a lot on your show, like your penis. So that's why I said. <laughs> oh like, no, I no, not not my penis. I talk about Jay's penis. I don't talk about my penis. <laughs> Dave, have you have you played the game? There's a game. Have you played it yet? Of the thing, I have. Is it I have. is it good? Uh, uh, Outpost Thirty One is the game. So it's kind of tough because you can play it with four players, but it's suggested that you play with up to six players. And I don't have that's a lot six of friends who would sit down and play the thing with me. You know, and it's the rules are very involved, like really involved. <laughs> so yeah, I get- um, it takes a while to get down. I, I guess it makes sense that you can't play with like two people because you're like, are you the yeah. thing? I'm the thing. Okay. I mean, I own it. I also own the thing video game on my PS2. So <gasps> oh, I mean, like, yeah. What? 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 No what, do, what do you this. other guys think about the thing going first in the draft? Makes a lot of sense. It's a great film. It's one of the best horrors of all time. Yeah, it's completely understandable. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I had I picked first, I would have chosen it. Hands down, best film of 1982. Best choice. Best choice on the list. Yeah. I actually had it down as my first pick, too. Um, and the funny thing was, I had never actually seen this movie until I knew I was going to be on this draft. And it's always been on my list of things to see. And I was like, okay, well, I, I got to go watch this now. It's it's now one of my favorite movies of the decade. Yes. I love I love when someone the, gets converted. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I, I just love the I love the paranoia of the movie. I like my favorite line of the whole thing was the uh, uh nobody trusts anybody now and we're all very tired. Uh, yes. mm-hmm. So 2018 that that line. Um Yeah. <laughs> everyone everyone who sees the thing loves it. Chrissy was introduced to the thing because of our podcast and loved it. Uh everyone knows my love of Kurt Russell and his D- fucking awesome hair. He would go number one in the best hair draft. Oh, God. That, that hair and that beard. Oh. Uh, my favorite scene is him pouring the uh, the JMB whiskey into the computer. Stupid cheating bitch. <laughs> You're cheating bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and and, and an, uh, a movie that came out in 82 was not well received in 82, but stands up like perfectly in 2018. It's so good. So... Um, stands erect i i i approve of the pick dave great great pick to start the draft right behind you is the guy that was again late tonight for the draft doug you got your first pick round one of 82 what do you got man all right first of all dave i do i actually like the 2011 uh reboot remake prequel i i think it gets shit on way too much so i actually like it as yeah. well yeah I'll, so I'll, i'm actually going to be tackling it this year on the show so it'll be oh. fun Nice. Yeah. Um so I I I don't I have a hard time with this. I have a hard time with this because the movies that I really love aren't necessarily very popular movies. So when oh, I was we got a Nick from list, Epic Film Guys picking here. He yeah, wants to pick what he likes. Like, uh, here it comes. No, when I was when I was making my list, I was really struggling with do I like a film or is it just really popular? So this is a film that I absolutely adore, and it is very popular. Maybe not so much at the time, not as low as the thing though, on the uh you know how much money it made. Um, but my choice is Blade Runner, definitely. Ooh. Um, I think it's Ridley Scott's greatest film. I think it's Harrison Ford's best performance in a film. And it's a, it's a movie that I can watch time and time again and still enjoy it. It never gets old. It never gets tired. Um, hmm. it's better than the book it's based on. Philip K's Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep is not a great book. Uh, I love this movie. I love the look of it. All those 
moments will be lost in time. Like tears. What does everybody think about that pick, Blade Runner? I, yeah, it's a good pick, but do you like the Blade Runner from 1982, or do you like the Blade Runner from 1990 that didn't have really Scott's involvement, or do you like the Blade Runner that did have really Scott's involvement that came out in the 2000s? That's the tough part. Yeah, uh, that that is. If I was going number two, I yeah. would pick Blade Runner as well. But that's the thing. My my favorite one is the Ultimate Cut, and that's Ridley yeah. Scott's recut in the in the early 90s. So. Yeah, I I think that that is my favorite, let's say, version of that film. Uh, exactly. Let's just this let's is a just quagmire, say, this one. You know, I'm just gonna say Blade. Let's just say Blade Runner. Let's leave it at that. You know, people can interpret this however they want. Uh, Interestingly, Justin, would you allow someone to draft Blade Runner in 1990 if you were doing the 1990 draft? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> but I, no. I love this tactic that that, that Dave and Sam are, are putting out in terms of different versions of the movie and, and forcing Doug to pick the 1982 version of Blade Runner. <laughs> of course, yeah. I wouldn't have so any of that. Really yours, yours begins and ends with an awful voiceover. Yes, uh, it's horrendous. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure of this. I don't know if they came out on the same weekend, but I know that both the Thing and Blade Runner came around around the same time because same they were day. they were overshadowed yeah. by another and they, movie, and they both came out two weeks after each after a different movie, after a different film, and they came out on the same day. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, where does everyone stand about the the newest Blade Runner? Yay or nay? Loved it. Loved Le- it. Yay. Yeah. Beautiful. I still, yeah, I, still, I loved it. I still haven't seen it yet, guys. I got to see so that one. It was, it, was, it was very snubbed, and I wish people went out to see it, but that's what happens Agreed. when you make a follow-up to a cult film from from 30 years ago. <laughs> Chrissy, Chrissy keeps talk, saying that she wants to see it, but I know it's like three hours long, which means it would take Dude, us three, four weeks, you know, at least to it, watch. Honestly, it, it honestly, it does take a love for the original. Well, no, it takes a love for the ultimate cut. <laughs> Yeah, not totally. totally. Not not Doug's cut is what you're saying. No, not 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 right, not, right. not Doug's cut because even Harrison Ford didn't like Doug's cut. They had to pay him a bunch of money and drag him out of bed, stoned and drunk, to record those voiceovers, which is why he sounds like this in all his voiceovers. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, virtual high five. You got it, man. That's that's it. <laughs> Well, and, and just to, and just for the listeners to clarify, when you do vote, make sure that you remember you're voting for the 1982 version. <laughs> no, I, exactly. I assume I assume on that whiteboard in parentheses, <laughs> voiceover version. So, no, yeah. no, I'm going to do it, Justin. No, I'm going to oh, do it. <laughs> I was going to say parentheses 1982 just to like really solidify right, right. what year we're in and so what cut it is. That's your tardy. That's your tardy pendants. That's my <laughs> pendants yeah. right there. Wait, yeah, there we go. Perfect. I can deal with it. Wait, which by the way, everyone will see this when we drop the draft board but we got a, a new draft board for the draft that's like twice as big because people were shaming me for my bad writing when i have to write a lot of words in a box so uh <laughs> fuck all you for making fun of my writing got a new draft board it's great so uh Justin, anyone who has to boast how big it is we all know it's really not that big. come on <laughs> hashtag, hashtag huge, size matters huge. it's huge <laughs> got a huge whiteboard huge, the biggest uh i think it's a great pick doug um john you got the third pick uh here in round one what are you gonna go with man 
All right. Well, for my third pick, uh, my first, my first pick was like I said, was the thing. So that one's already gone. Um, for my first one, I'm going to go with the one that the, the first letter was just, I think, almost accidentally said just a second ago. I'm going to go with ET. So I, this one for me, I just every time I go back and watch this movie, and it's it's usually either once a year, or once every couple of years. It just I'm just a kid again. I just I love everything about that movie. I love the innocence of their of Elliot and E.T.'s friendship. Um, oh my God, the John Williams score for this, um, just everything about this movie. And I and I think now that Stranger Things. Uh, has been out for a while. I think that has caused me to go back and rewatch ET and just love it even more. Just that that whole Steven Spielberg '80s vibe. Just I don't know. It just my heart glows just like ET's every time I watch this movie. And I I swear I cannot get through that final scene of the movie without getting some dust in my eyes. And unlike Blade Runner, the 1982 version is the better cut. Yes. Not a 2004 <laughs> recut. Not the, not the uh, walkie-talkie version? Not, not, not the walkie-talkie version. Uh, and good it point, was, good point. It's, a, it's an absolutely fantastic pick, man, because um, it, it's, it's the only one to pick as number three. Uh, and it was number one in the box office in 1982. So. Yeah. Uh, amazing. I mean, masterpiece of a movie, E.T. Um, and... Yeah, it could could not not go round one. If someone didn't pick this in round one, I would think that something was 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 wrong, was awry. Do you know how long it took me to realize that there was some sort of psychic link between E.T. and Elliot? Like that that when E.T. was drinking beers in the fridge, Elliot was was acting that way in class because he was drunk. <laughs> it took me far too long as as probably like a, a late teenager to realize what was going on in that movie. And this is complete news to me. Well done. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> love love that scene, man. Just love the kids and how they actually seem like actual kids. Uh, D. Wallace Stone was amazing, of course. And then uh, E.T. I mean, uh, I love E.T. Love the movie. Love the pick, John. Sam, you got the last Even pick. Even if he looks like a turd with a squeezed neck, you know, he just looks like a, like a turd that's just been stretched out a little but a bit. But a neck. cute turd with a... <laughs> but a, a lovable stretch. turd. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Lovable. Like, if, if they made him the emoji, like, for poop, I would be down. Uh, an actual physical, like, he was there. This wasn't CGI. Uh, young, young people out there, so... I would be struck. Drew Barrymore filmed that entire movie on cocaine, even though she was only six years old. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Oh, man. Sam, you got the last pick of round one, man. What are you going with? Yeah, it's, it's funny. Those first three picks were literally my first three picks in my draft order, so I'm just going to follow my little list here. I am going to go with the original Rambo movie of First Blood. Ooh. Ooh. Now, admittedly, he became a bit of a joke after these films started coming out, but I still very much love the original. It's uh, Interestingly, only one person is killed by him in that very first film. We all, you know, he's notorious for killing millions of people. But, uh, yeah, it's quite an interesting interesting film. It was one of the very first films, that, uh, action films I got to watch as a kid, and, yeah, loved it. Don't push it. Don't push it. I'll give you a war you won't believe. 
Let it go. Let it go. And Brian Dennehy is a tour de force in that movie. He's great yeah. in that. Yeah, totally. He's, it's just crazy how like it's the total opposite of all the other Rambo movies. It's like yes, <laughs> he, yeah, he. This is an actual movie, right? It's like an actual yeah, because film because it, it had a, a an honest, like, good piece of literature to to base its story right. off of. Where the rest of them were just like, "What was cool about Rambo?" And they're like, "Muscles, uh, guns, uh, death, <laughs> right. like, just." Have him kill people that look slightly darker than him, for Christ's oh. sakes. That's all you need. Oh, totally. And it's like, you know, in the first film, how Stallone was acting. Yeah, let's not have that anymore. That was probably the worst part of the film. Let's just fucking throw him out there and see what he does. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very akin to Rocky as well. <laughs> I mean, not that not that I'm going to, you know, trash Rocky 3 and Rocky 4. I think that they're pretty As a guy from Philadelphia, films. don't start right, trashing right, Rocky. Exactly. Yeah. Don't, don't trash any Rockies. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's you know you look at the first Rocky and you look at First Blood and they're they're honest to goodness no fool in actual films. What does that mean, Doug? <laughs> they're real movies, like they're. Movies. I love Rocky Four and Three. They're actually, not just, no, they're not just. And if I could change, then you could change. We all could change. Right. Everybody can change. <laughs> hey, Rocky Four is a fun. Rocky Four is a good time. Well, the thing that surprised me about um, First Blood was I, up until a couple years ago, I had not seen this one. And so I went to go watch it and I had in my mind, you know, I, I knew the image of what I thought Rambo was. And I went to go watch this one. And I think the, the scene that kind of struck me about it was when he's having that breakdown, when his, um, you know, the, the general or the sergeant is there with him and he's just breaking down and rambling and, not that it's probably the greatest piece of acting that's ever come across the silver screen. No, I but can't even get a job at a car wash. I, I know, it's, but I, I don't know. I just, I like that scene because it just, I wasn't expecting it from what I had in my mind of what a Rambo movie was supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, totally, you, you totally didn't, you, you wouldn't think that a Rambo movie, the first Rambo movie would start. He's just like taking a walk. He's a vet taking a walk through a town and everyone is a dick to him. And I'm like, dude. Stop being a dick to Rambo, and then he's well, like, "That was back when th- that was back when vagrancy was a crime in the United States to yeah. to keep down right. on homeless population and stuff." Yeah. So had a lot of um, had, but, had a lot of ideas in that movie, and then the rest of them are just like blow shit up muscles and stuff. So, but let's talk about this round one. Is this a round one movie? I have it. Uh, I have it in my mock draft. The round two. So this is a little high yeah, for me. Yeah, I have it. I, I, mean, I, I have it round I think two as well. I think it's like it, it, it's high round two, but like round one. Uh-huh. But well, you, after my first three wins, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We we joke about this movie and all the Rambo's, but right now I think uh, he's about to start the next Rambo. Like it's actually starting filming next week. So yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And isn't this one called John Rambo? Where the last one was just Rambo. This one's going to be John Rambo. How con- yeah. how confusing? So uh, how ca- just. Uh, well, Predator, the Predator. I mean, 80s, when you try to bring 80s shit back, apparently what you have to do is just as be confounding as the 80s is to us today in your titles. I mean, I think it's just to trick people into actually going to see the movie. You know, what is Predator, the Predator, Predators? Like, this is just, it's just a mind fuck trying to get people to get confused about what movie they're actually purchasing when people actually buy totally. this stuff. All those senior citizens, they don't even know what year it is. They're getting confused. (laughs) Uh, Guys, it's time for round two. Sam might have picked first blood in round one, but he he gets another pick right off of that in round two. What do you got, Sam? 
Yeah, if I'm going for an action and psychological thriller, I'm going to follow it up with a bit of lightheartedness and a comedy. I am going to go with Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Life's a sin, I'm moving in stereo. Life's a sin, except for my shoes. Life's a sin, you're shaking like tremolo. Life's a sin, it's all inside you. Film that made me nostalgic for growing up in America in the eighties, even though I never did. Yeah, a hilarious <laughs> film about a guy trying to figure out how to pay for his girlfriend's abortion. Yeah, <laughs> I just, mean, I mean, in terms of the curious. the teen sex comedies of the eighties, it had a lot more uh, going on than most. Uh, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. We actually talk about this movie uh, this uh, this week on our Patreon episode. Not that I'm not plugging that or anything on Justin's show. www.patreon.com/slash/supermoviebros. <laughs> um, but you know, obviously, this thing lives in infamy for you know Phoebe Cates had to bring had topless. to had to bring in the boobs, Dave. Well, I mean, so so our episode this week is top five nude nude scenes, and this was my number one nude scene. <laughs> Like, hey, let's call that going for it. Yeah, it's got it's it's always got Phoebe Cates boobs going for it, and Judge Reinhold jerking off into a toilet. You know what? You, you know what, Dave? If if Mister Skin was ever to like pass early, you could just jump in and be the new Mister Skin. That's how. No, good. Jay would be far better than me. I both bet. both of you I guys actually, could be Mister Skins, plural. <laughs> I actually, I actually don't care about about like topless scenes and stuff. But Jay like has sent me photos of like leak nudes of like celebrities and goes, "Isn't this awesome?" And it's like, no, I mean, not really. <laughs> Isn't this no. awesome? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Fast Times at Richmond High is great. I think it's got a great soundtrack. Um, and like and like I said, the, uh, Phoebe Cates, of course, is nice. But uh, what's the guy that plays like the guy that sells all the band ticket, like the concert tickets and stuff? He's really good. I always remember him as well. I mean, it's got Judge Reinhold, Nick Nick Cage in his like first yes, role. Sure, got the debut of my old mate Nick Cage. Absolutely love it. He's all in it for about twenty seconds or something. They don't they just yeah. cut to a shot of his face or something like that. But yeah, and obviously Sean Penn like lives on infamy oh, in this movie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's great. Great performance. Ray Walston. Ray Walston. Any any scene with the two of them uh, is great in that movie. So highly recommended if you haven't seen it. Uh, I I have it as a round two pick on my mock draft list. Great pick, Sam. You've got two Fs so far. There seems to be a trend with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really going to F this up. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. John, you got your second pick here in round two. What do you got, man? Yeah, I, with this one, I'm going to go with the greatest submarine movie ever filmed. I'm going to do Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> and I, I know I that, like that. I'm, I've, I've got pick, a bunch of friends pick. that they hate this movie. They just hate this movie because they, they just think it's so slow. But I love this movie because it's not – I don't think of it as being slow. I think of it as being calculated. I think of it as being a, a very calculated battle between these two people. It's like a chess game, and I like chess, so I'm okay with but, that. But um, now, in comparison to its remake, doesn't it look like a masterpiece? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, that guy's – yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it looks, it's my favorite Trek movie in, in my eyes. What do you guys think? That's 100% my favorite yeah, Trek movie. Yeah, I think movie. so. Definitely. Yeah. 
Mm. I mean, I'm a Star Wars fan, so I would never put this on my list. But same, I, it, exactly. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> if if I had to pick one, it, it would be the only Star Trek movie I had seen before 2009. So, Come! Come! I, mean, I I would pick this for Montalban, just him alone. He's so fucking good in this movie. So yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's a great pick. John, you got E.T. and Star Trek II Wrath of Khan already. Um, Doug, you got your second pick, man, after Blade Runner. What are you going to go with, man? Well, I still have one of my um, round one movies is still available, so I'm going to take it right now, and I'm going to choose Poltergeist. Whoa. You got I can't believe this dropped a round two. Poltergeist. Doug, what do you think I, about Poltergeist, man? I am shocked that it dropped a round two, whether you believe that... Toby Hooper or Steven Spielberg directed Oh, no, no, no. It. It's already been confirmed last year. Well, they confirmed that Steven Spielberg did direct this movie. Uh, listen, I have a soft spot for Toby Hooper, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt here and say that he was <laughs> he was at least there, right? He was at least on set. I mean, so he was on set. Give, sure, yeah, let's give sure, him yeah. some credit here. Um, it is a genuinely terrifying film. Uh, I, I don't know when I saw this. I probably saw this um, in maybe 85. So I was probably about seven or eight years old. And it scared the hell out of me, especially that clown in the bedroom. But from tone to effects and, and using digital effects at this time um, was not necessarily unheard of. But I think they're used somewhat sparingly in this film. But they're used very effectively along with the practical effects. This is this is an amazing film and an essential horror for anyone who has never seen this. Any of your listeners that have never seen this, go out, see it so that you can vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's number one in my round two, so it's a good pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely definitely like high up in my round two as well. But I, it was this movie and Evil Dead that taught me never to trust trees. <laughs> ah. trees ah and of course as a 80s kid the real terror trees right <laughs> glued to the tv just that image of her and the tv is like burned in my psyche forever oh. so and do you guys remember when uh, i don't know how old anybody is here but do you guys remember when when tv networks would sign off at night yes around 3 a.m with the national anthem the flag the, shut the down. flag yeah yeah Yep. Oh. They still do that in New Zealand, you know. Oh, they do? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. With the, with the American anthem. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> They're here. Uh, and, and similar to E.T., uh, it just sets a, a family atmosphere. I mean, those parents and those kids seem like an actual family and actual kids. So uh, that raises the stakes when shit goes weird and stuff. So. Poltergeist. Well, it's also terrifying when she, when the, when the mom knows that there is some sort of entity in the house, and what she does is allow it to drag her kids around the kitchen on chairs. Like that, you're putting your family in danger. That <laughs> she was high, man. They were smoking weed. Come on. <laughs> and we also get to see like uh, Mr. Incredible be a pretty awful dad. Just a terrible. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> assume he's that father. in real life. But yeah, this might be the closest <laughs> to real life Craig T. Nelson that we ever get on film. No, I think Coach is the closest to Craig T. Nelson we've ever gotten. The yeah, TV right. show Coach. Yeah, compared to everybody else. <laughs> he's in he's, yeah, he's, he's kinda, been in a lot of good stuff. He's been a creep. He's been a... Yeah, he's and if, if you want to see him as a worse dad, just watch Poltergeist 2. Oh. <laughs> or Poltergeist 3, when he just ships, <laughs> ships, yeah. her, ships her off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Put you in this mirror hotel. All right. Uh, shout, out to, shout out to Zelda uh, Rubenstein as well yeah. in that movie as well. She's great. So... Poltergeist and Blade Runner, Doug, you got you got a great draft so far. Dave, 
It's been a while before between your first pick and now. You got the thing. What do you yeah, go? Man. What round two? This is in round two. What do you got? I'm going with a film that was made by one of my favorite directors that started one of my favorite franchises. I am going to go with The Road Warrior. Wait. Wait. No. Wait it's a second. 81, that's, that's 81, that's, dude. That's 81. Oh, you, is it? That's 81. Here we go. Did it come out in 82 in the States? Okay. Somebody drafted it in your 1981. Yeah, somebody yeah, took it, it last, last episode. I think Gidget did. Yeah. So, so here's so here's the rule. Well, I, I state this every year now. It seems we go by the 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 date that that comes up on Google, Wikipedia, and IMDb. So if all of those numbers oh. line up, that's the that's the that's, that's the year we go with. And so if you Google Road Warrior, you get 81 in all three of those places. It's true. It's true. Yeah, when I was looking at my, at best films of 1982, when I typed it in, that showed up. But it might have gotten either a re-release, or it may have gotten a. Uh, it may have uh, come out, you know, in limited release first, and then came out wide release in 82. So, so this was uh, picked. This was this was picked in 81. I think it came in. All right. Austra- well, that is off. But that's right. I have I have a backup. I have a backup, and it's it's probably one of the most memorable films. That Arnold has ever been in. It's no, Conan the Barbarian. Whoa, that's high, man. <laughs> super high, Dave. Whoa. Super things high. <laughs> oh, I get to go again. Wow. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just, it's just male machismo at its best. It is cheesy. It's campy. It's uh, big muscles fighting. It's, it's He Man before we had He Man. It's, uh, I just, I, I, I enjoy the film tremendously. And he legitimately only has like 17 lines or something like that. Eh? Oh, yeah. He barely spoke English when this movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> I love I, it. I mean, I got it in my like round four, maybe. What does everyone think about how high this is? I have it round four as well. Ooh. Come on, I'm guys. You, I had it next. Yeah, I, I have it kind of end of round three. Yeah, almost round I four. I had it next. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I'm sorry. Uh, all those uh, there's there's a huge nostalgia for this film, and I, yeah. I'm bit by the bug. So I I enjoy this film. So what, Dave, what was after Barbarian? It was the Destroyer. Was after this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But this is the one with James Earl Jones, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is this is the good one. But round two, mm, I don't know, Dave. We'll see. We will see, but uh, that'll have to wait because round three, we're already here. Dave, you get another pick, man. What are you going to go with? All right, man. I'm actually going with one of my favorite films, one of my favorite performances uh, of 1982. This one is not going to win me any internet votes. I know. <laughs> but it's Dustin Hoffman, really at his finest. It's it's Tootsie, man. Dude, I have Second. this. I have this next, man. So me and Dave. I had this next too. This is bananas. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that like, was that was my is, next one too. This, this is, is literally my list. Film. This what? is the number two film, Box Office, 1982. It's like uh, it's just it's such a fantastic performance, and I just love, I just love you know this this 
this this guy dressed up as a woman the entire time it's funny but it's also like it, it's also like groundbreaking in women's rights which is crazy to think of that dustin hoffman was in a film where he played a woman man playing a woman and it actually like got into like the world of women and what they were dealing with in the 1980s so i i fucking love this movie it's uh it's, a, it's just really good it's really enjoyable and, it, and it's less cheesy than bosom buddies Oh wait, yeah. <laughs> straight, straight up, it was next on my mock draft list. I love to see. It's my f- mom's favorite movie, so she made me watch it an inappropriate number of times as a kid. So it's seared in my brain. But it's also got, of course, Bill Murray's in it. Um, Jessica Lange is great in it. Charles Durning. Everybody that's everybody is good in it. But of course, Dustin Hoffman's performance is like Justin. otherworldly good. So what? Justin, you do an impression. Um, do me an impression. I, did anyone else hear Justin? I, was Justin? Yeah, I, I didn't Justin hear. Okay. I didn't hear any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah was you, cutting out. We heard nothing you said. Oh, uh, I was just talking about my love of Tootsie, man. It's cool. I mean, I guess it's <laughs> we don't need cool. to hear it. You don't need <laughs> to hear it. <laughs> you, uh, I, you were doing that awesome Skype thing where you go. Ah, uh, it sucks. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll get to the point, Dave. You got a Tootsie? Do you got a Tootsie impression for me, man? Come on, no, da- come no, on, Dave! I don't. Come on, Dave! No, you got full of impressions, no. but no tootsie. Come on, but no, 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 uh, no you suck. Impression. You suck. It's, it, dude, it's it's not like I keep Dustin Hoffman in my ass and I pull him. He he's not a very like uh, he's not a very easy person to like impersonate. I I mean I could do him from Urban Cowboy, you know, <laughs> but that's that's super easy. All you got to do is act New York, shout loud, and slam on something. But tootsie doesn't. Uh, Dorothy doesn't sound like uh, Dustin Hoffman. That's the point. So. Uh, Dabney Coleman, he's my favorite as well. Tootsie, oh, Dabney uh, Coleman's amazing in that movie. Yeah, everybody in that movie, it's better than you. It seems like you you just hear the plot and you're like, what? And then you watch, you're like, oh, okay. So uh, that's, I even I, love the front cover, like uh, of this movie, like in front of the American flag and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. So Does so anybody? Good. Am I the only one who thinks that's very very high though? I have this as an almost bottom fifth round choice. Ooh. Am I the only one who has it way down there? Oh, I had it next. Well, I think we just okay. found the one who's a sexist in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what it is. Picks the wrong Blade Runner, hates Tootsie, late to drafts. Doug, what are you doing? You're going to get 0%, bro. I know what I'm doing because I'm killing it because my next pick, you guys left this on the floor. I can't believe it. All right. Well, let's get to it, Doug. What do you got for round three? Nobody. Nobody chose my favorite horror anthology film ever made of all time. I, I we, we've gotten to this point. I had to go back on Wikipedia and make sure that careful Creepshow now. Was I made lost the Stephen King draft on this one. No, Creepshow is an amazing <laughs> film. It is. It's one. It's Romero. It is heightened. It is stylized. All five. Well, maybe not all five of the stories. Four of the stories are just <laughs> absolutely killer. I had this as a real early round two pick. I can't believe, I can't believe it fell to me here. I'm so happy. I, I mean, I got it in my round three mock draft. What does everybody think? Oh, for round three, yeah. But to but to mm. be touting it as something that should have oh. gone round one or round two, nope. uh, I think better round than three better is than right first blood, better than first blood, better than fast Ooh. times, better than Conan, better than Tootsie. Well, here's the thing: like first blood had so much to say about the time that it was made, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know about about Vietnam veterans and about war veterans and stuff like that. It had a lot to say about American society. This did do some things to progress. Uh, 
you know, horror in a way, but uh, really, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun, but how well is it remembered, you know, this many years later? Um, mildly, it's not as, as remembered as some other horror movies from in and around this period. Maybe not this year, but in and around this period, there are horror movies that are far better remembered than, than Creepshow. Creepshow is more of like a deep cut horror fan, uh, oh, type of I, film. I, yeah, what well, he said. Yeah, I think I, I sort of disagree. I'd love to hear from, you know, everybody, you know, who's seen, uh, people have probably seen Creepshow more often than they've seen First Blood. I'm sure there are listeners to this that haven't seen First Blood, you know, they, they've I seen own that. both on DVD and I can 100% tell you I've watched First Blood more. Okay. Well, there's something wrong with you, but, but I mean, you know. <laughs> You know, I'm going to I'm going to give the listening audience a little more credit that they can appreciate great horror. So <laughs> just as uh, I'm a fan of both. So I agree well, with you. Well, I, I, I mean, well, this will this will shake out in the polls, guys. Sure. I mean, I, I love creep show. I, I've wanted to do it on our show for for many years now. Uh, the problem is there's one segment in creep show that will probably cause a divorce between me and my wife. And if anyone knows her, knows that one of her <laughs> her her things she hates most is cockroaches. And so that's why we yeah. haven't watched. You cro- could skip that one. That's that's not even a good story. Just that well, that's the one of the five that I'm not crazy about. But Just if I'm gonna watch one. it, Just I'm gonna watch it. it all, Doug. Come on. <laughs> no, of course I know. So, uh, but I've I've heard that they wanted to do like another creep show. Another. I mean, oh, they, they've we been more, talking about three for so long. Yeah, we need we need more horror. Horror anthologies. I'm so excited for the new Twilight Zone yeah. with Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. We it, need we need it some really more horror. depends who they get to do it though. Like if they bring sure. Eli Roth in to do one of the stories, I'm out. Like I'm I'm done. Just, just get yeah, yeah. just get yeah. James Wan to like oversee it, and you know yeah. he he's 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 all about giving like new young horror filmmakers a break. Well, well isn't it isn't sure. it Bloomhouse that wants to make the third one anyway? I, I, I would love that. That's that what I heard. Yeah. That would be great. That would be yeah, great. That would be fine. I'd be happy with that. So uh, I think it's a good pick, Doug. Like I said, I had it in my round three. John, you got your round three pick coming up. What do you got, man? Yeah, I've been kind of agonizing over this one because I'm trying to decide best way to, to spread things out on the draft here as a newbie. Um, so Spread it on. Don't yeah. overthink it. Don't overthink <laughs> it. I know. Harder head. So harder think, head. What do you got? Oh, man. I think I'm, I'm going to go ahead. Um, do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm gonna do uh, Pink Floyd's "The Wall." We don't need no education. We don't need no thoughts control. Well, I have that just above Tootsie down at number seventeen yeah. on my list. Son of a bitch! This this was gonna be my round five, like 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 go to. This was my hell Mary, Dude, John. Like if- John, you're you're supposed to <laughs> yeah. be Mister Momming tonight, not high on my couch in college. Why did you pink pink Floyd the wall here? <laughs> I just oh that movie. I don't know. Just the visuals. Just I don't know. Everything about that movie. I remember watching that way younger than I should have, and just I don't know. It just that whole movie blew my mind. When I watched it, and, and I don't know what I was. I was probably eight years old. My parents were not very good about making sure I was in bed at night, so I'd sneak <laughs> out and watch TV. Um, just love that movie. I love the album, too. But, I mean, just everything about that movie, the animation. Um, didn't figure out what most of the animation was supposed to be until I was a little bit older. But The, the um, fucking hammers, like, slamming just, down as they... <laughs> right. Just, yeah. I've never yeah. thought of flowers the same way, either, but... <laughs> 
to me, it was like a, a Clockwork Orange met like the Yellow Submarine with Pink yeah. Floyd music. It, but it was it it is amazing. Uh, I I really enjoy this film. It was it was definitely on my list to be picked. I I mean I round three man uh that's, we got oh, to- that's a, that's a tootsie, tootsie creep show <laughs> yes. and the wall uh all in round three here it's, it's a very surprising round so um I, we'll see how it shakes out again sam you got the last pick of round three what you got man yeah i don't know if this is going to be any better but there was a time there when eddie murphy was amazing there was a time oh. there when nick nolte could actually do a good movie and that's why i'm going with 48 hours you got it. That's a killer movie. Yes. Nice That's choice. an awesome. That's an awesome pick, honestly. Love it. Thank it was, you, guys. If, if it made it, it was going to be my next one. So, yep, perfect. me too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great film. It's a great comedy. You know, renegade cop getting a bloody guy out of prison to help him for 48 hours. It's just it's just amazing. It's just awesome. It's a, a amazing rewatchability. Just love it. I, I Obviously, I was two when this came out, but I would have loved to have been in the theater watching this movie because this is the movie that where he just exploded. Just yeah. He yeah. he was on Saturday Night Live, of course. This was his first big movie. And if anyone has never seen 48 Hours, just to see him and, again, Nick Nolte paired up with each other, you should see it as soon as possible. So It's I, also like a great buddy cop film, like before buddy cop films oh, became in vogue. A hundred percent. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Um, so I, I think it's a great pick, Sam. Uh, it, Dude, you're, you're continuing. So 48... Like if you write it out, starts with an F, which means you got three <laughs> F's in a row. Holy shit. Uh, I need to go down my list. I'm looking uh, at my list now. As as please write it out as 48 with the F, like as as letters, so people get confused by his pick yes. and and don't vote for him. Yep, they not- won't vote for him. They'll be like, "What the hell is this movie? I've never heard of it. Never seen it before." Yeah, do that, please. Um, great pick in round three, 48 hours, Sam. But it's time for round four, and you get another pick. I see at least one other F movie on my list. I don't know if you want to continue this. What, do you, what are you going to go oh with? Oh, my God. Me? I don't have one. Please choose it I, so I know what it is. I don't, I don't, have, I don't have another one on my list. There's an F movie. Oh, damn it. I know what it is. I know, I I know, know what it is. is. It's, it's, it's a little uh, lower on my list. So you, you go. You, you do you, Sam. What do you got, man? Yeah. Well, all the other cult classics have been taken. So I'm going to go with another sci-fi cult classic. I'm going to go with the film Tron. Ooh. Admittedly, haven't watched it much lately, but it was a great film back in the 80s when I grew up. Watched it a ton when I was younger, and yeah, it was great. And then I completely missed the reboot or reimagining whatever the yeah, hell that other film okay. was. But yeah, that's <laughs> all right. It's an I'm okay. Sure it's an okay movie with a fantastic soundtrack. Uh, the new yes. one. Yeah, I mean, correct. Tron for me was more about like what it did for 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 movies like moving forward technologically um i was i i never loved the movie uh, i've watched it a few times but like for what it did for film in 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 terms of you know digital graphics and stuff like that is probably the most revolutionary film next to star wars uh, as, yeah. as as far yeah. as visual graphics goes yeah, yeah we, we've yeah. never on on my podcast we've never received as much hate as we did when we destroyed this movie, people love it. It is, it's a bad movie. Like it's not a good movie, but it, there are 50 year olds that huddle with their Atari 2600 oh God, in their hand yeah. crying when you make fun of this movie. Like, know, and hopefully crazy. they're the people that vote on this. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I hadn't, I hadn't seen it since I was like seven and I watched it and I went, what, how did, how did this get like, who watches this? Who is so into it now? It was puzzling. Uh, it's it's three 
it's it's three consonants l s d <laughs> done <laughs> sure uh, I mean, it, it was groundbreaking at the time. Now you look at it and you're like, it looks like they're running around in their pajamas or something. So uh, uh, I, I think it's a good pick of round four. Like I said, it, 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 it's groundbreaking oh, yeah. at the time. So, uh, but does not start with an F, Sam. So I'm disappointed in you in that that respect. So I, I want you to write up there, foam colon Tron. <laughs> F Tron. All right. Uh, John, John, you got your, your round four pick, man. What are you going to pick? Yeah, I'm going to, with this one, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Muppets, so I think I'm going to go with uh, The Dark Crystal. Oh, good yeah. choice. I, yeah, that was, that I was love this movie. Love this movie as a kid. Um, my whole family, we're huge fans of Labyrinth, uh, huge fans of the Muppets. See, that's um, the thing about Dark Crystal. Every time you watch it, you wish you were watching Labyrinth. Yes, I, I, you know, I can I can take both interchangeably, but I do like Labyrinth more than Dark Crystal. But yeah, let me let me the ask dark, you: the, yeah. Dark Crystal's so dark compared to Labyrinth. Like it's a it's oh, a it different really level of intensity and childhood trauma. That's, That's a very bad trip. Yeah. I was I was about to say, I you know, obviously I'm a dad. John, you're a dad. Dave, you're a dad. Uh, I I am too. You Not don't yet. know me, but that's okay. <laughs> we're we're all three times over. It's g- g- we, terrible. we got we got a lot of dads here, and I'm wondering, like, what's the age that it's okay? Because I remember being scared by Dark Crystal, and I haven't revisited in a while. What's the age that it's okay? You think twelve? Honestly, 20, like 12. 27. 27, I'd <laughs> 27. say forty-seven. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, that's that's something that's something we talk about on a lot on our podcast too, because most of us in the podcast are dads, and we're also all teachers. So that's something that we kind of regularly we're like, what's appropriate? So wait, am kids? I terrible because my daughter has watched Raiders of the Lost Ark and The Empire Strikes Back, and she's turning five soon? Like, am I an awful dad for that? No, oh, Dave. No, that's your parenting of the Dave, I really had to explain that their faces weren't really melting. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, you're no. It's this. I've I've got I've got three (laughs) movies that I kind of really I'm not quite sure what to do with these three movies and what age to let my kids see them. And they are The Dark Crystal. They are. It was Labyrinth, but we've already already seen that. So that's that one's already. You really don't Uh, want to show your kids uh, David Bowie's cock at too young of an age. Well, they don't know any better just yet. That's listen, I, tell them, I tell them it's another one of the Stop puppets. Stop embarrassing me, kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And the other one the other one that I, I don't know, I mean, I think you have to be at least 30-something to be able to watch this, is uh, Return to Oz. That's the other one. that. Oh, oh God, no. So the traumatic. Nightmares <laughs> forever. Never watch that. No, no, no. Yeah. The, no, no. Especially and, and if we your were... kids like The Wizard of Oz, to see the decapitated versions of the characters they oh, love. Just, yep. No. <laughs> oh, and I we know. Were... And, that's, and, and I don't know if that just says something about my family, is that my siblings and I, we all love that movie. We loved Return to Oz, and it just shocks us to to meet people that are like, "Oh my god, I was traumatized by that movie." I'm like, really? Ugh, the wheel. Well, okay, I guess our family. The wheelies. Isn't that the name of the guys on the like the wheelers? The wheelers. Yeah. wheelers. wheelers. Yeah. Ugh, terrible. Oh, and the gnome and the gnome king at the end of the movie, and the, yeah, nightmare fuel. So yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go dark. I'm gonna go dark with the dark crystal, and I, I think it's a good pick, John. It, it is a good it, pick. In round four here. Doug, you got your round four uh, choice coming up. What are you going to choose, man? All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to turn like a, like a complete 180 here. I got Blade Runner, Poltergeist, Creep Show. I'm going to go to Annie after this. Jesus, Annie is the key. 
<laughs> and I am. I'm gonna be I honest. Choosing, it's not even on my list. I am choosing no, Annie 100 percent for my co-host on my podcast because she loves this movie so much. Whether I do or not, which I don't, I'm gonna choose it because I know so many people love this movie. So many people have such a connection to this movie, and I, as a as a 10-year-old boy, I must have seen this movie at least five times. I don't think I've seen it since then, but this is ingrained in people's memory, and I'm hoping that people don't listen to the podcast and hear that I don't like it, but they just <gasps> see it on the board and vote oh. for me because of that. Don't, Doug, don't you, lie, you, brother. You, you're doing this for the Chrissy Winters vote, because that's the vote you're going <laughs> to That's else. exactly what Or, or the doing. Justin Winters, because it's next on my list, because here, 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 are, the, here are the three reasons, Dave. Here are the three reasons why I love this movie. Well, you know I hate musicals, Car- man. Carol Burnett, Tim Curry, <laughs> Carol Burnett Bernadette, is... Bernadette Peters. The three of them, yep. anything they're in in this movie is like... Uh, Eleven out of ten, like it's this is Spinal Tap to me. It's so good, so I think it's a great pick. Burnett is projecting to the back row throughout this movie, like she is killing it. She's great. It's over long. I will say this is a long movie. Like that's the biggest drawback when it comes to this. But people, at least it's better than the Jamie Fox version. Oh God! (laughs) Don't even yeah. Don't even say that. I mean, that's that's not saying too much about it. But yeah, it is better. Well, Jamie Foxx was so ashamed of it that he went and did a uh, game show on Fox now because of it. So, oh, was that man. because of Annie? I was wondering why he did that. <laughs> Shame him, uh, Annie. Great pick here in '82, Doug. Yeah, debatable. Dave, you got your round four pick. What do you got, man? Yeah, man. So I get my round four and my round five. So I'm just going to have a little bit of fun here. Uh, first, I'm going to go with the prototype for raunchy 80s uh, teen films. Um, you know, it American Pie wouldn't exist without this film. It is an honestly hilarious film, uh, even though it goes extremely too far at times. Uh, I'm going what? with Porky's, man. Porky's is... No, that's not from 82. That's 81, man. Yeah, it is 81. That's 81. <laughs> what the fuck is up with my list, dude? I literally I have on well. box office mojo, and Porky's no. is listed as being on number five in the box office list for 82. I'll Google it because I had this on my list first, and I've heard this show enough to realize people are fucking up with these dates. I had to double check, and then I took it off mine. Just, just punch it up into the Google machine, Dave, and see what year comes I up. I am right now. Holy shit! It is 1981. I had this on my list as well. Thank you. Uh, this was th- this <laughs> yeah, it's was on boxofficemojo.com th- as as 81 along with uh, with uh, uh, on 82 along with um along with Road Warrior. So they were probably films that it's just stayed late, in the box office for yeah, a long time. Yeah. Yep. Like like I said, well, that's f- fine. Future drafters, just just punch in the the movie into the Google machine, and what year comes up? That's the year we go with. So Porky's was picked. Uh, in the last draft, the eighty-one draft, but you get—I'll uh, let you pick again, Dave. This is the second time you've done this. Two, three strikes, yeah. and you're out. Go. What do you got, man? That's fine. I really—I I could care less what people think. <laughs> they can go fuck themselves <laughs> because I'm from Philadelphia, so I'm gonna pick Rocky Three. Ah, oh, uh, there you go, man. There you go. Good pick. I'm surprised. I'm surprised it took this long. Uh, well, I mean, so first off, it's the one that gives us Justin's favorite song from 1982, Eye of the Tiger. Hell That's yeah, I can play it right here. There you go, man. <laughs> uh, but also, like, it gives us so much. It gives us uh, Thunderlips, <laughs> who's played by Hulk Hogan <laughs> in it. Uh, it gives us Mr. T. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. 
<laughs> I just love that scene. I love the way he taunts him. Um, it also gives us like, uh, you know, Rocky solidifying a, a friendship with Apollo, which becomes like a thing, uh, that, that moves, you know, him through the rest of the films. It's a, it, it's a big deal for him. I love Apollo. I, I'm so happy that the writers found a way to shoehorn him back into this. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I just, I, I really enjoy the film. It's also, you know, Sylvester Stallone looking his best just right after plastic surgery. And they even call it out in the film when Paulie says, you got that new face. <laughs> Paulie says he's got a new face. Is, so, uh, Dave, is the, is, the, is the hugging gif between Rocky and Apollo from 3, the, the one where they're like oh, in the ocean? Yes. 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 That's, that's where they run on the beach. And, and first off, there is no way that like Carl Weathers, who's like six foot one, would ever lose in a foot race to Rocky Balboa, who's like five foot nine. Like it just wouldn't happen. Their <laughs> legs are just like his legs are longer, and 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 he's way faster yeah. than him. Clearly, and I think five clearly. nine is actually generous. So yeah, I think five nine might be might be pretty generous. Uh, <laughs> but of course, you know, Rocky, uh, me being a a Italian guy who's five foot nine, has always made me feel like I will win in a fight against physically superior opponents because i can take a punch i can only imagine <laughs> so, how many people got their asses kicked for thinking that same so many, thing oh, yeah. so many so many and even uh like like rocky like our rocky statue that stands in philadelphia is based on rocky from rocky three so uh uh doug doug was talking shit about this movie earlier i don't know if anybody was paying attention i was like doug shh be quiet stop talking shit yeah well i mean there is a lot of things to dislike about this movie but when you really get into like 80s cheese like there's there's really not many that are finer in their in their in their cheese than this than this gets until you get to rocky four yeah and again i mean i i'll talk shit on it but it it's probably still only the third or maybe fourth best rocky but that doesn't mean it's a bad movie it, the the bad the bad in my eyes do, doesn't come in until five. That's the huge like speed oh, bump sure. in, in, in yeah. the Rocky series. Oh, that, so. th- that's when he's like, "Oh, do you hear that? Santa's on the roof, Rantlers." That's, that's, <laughs> Is that the one with mess. the bloody robot? No, that's that, four. No, man. that's four. That's four. That's, that's amazing. Five is five is five is with his five is with his son and, and uh, uh, t- Tommy. Danny is like street fights. And five's, it's yeah, five's the hip hop street fight. Yeah, yep. that's right. He doesn't actually have a boxing match. He fights some dude in the yeah. street. Hey? Yep. Yeah, I, I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's a steal in round four, but guys, we've already reached the end. It is round five time, which means wild card round. I feel like there have been some wild cards sprinkled about this draft already. Dave, you got your last pick of the whole draft here. What are you going to pick, man? Oh, man. Like, I, there's like an Academy Award winning film that I really want to pick, but I feel like, I feel like I'd be picking as Jay, and I don't want to be Jay. No one ever wants to be Jay. Uh, my co host is, is deplorable. No one wants to be that. So I'm going to go with a film that's part of a horror franchise that, um, has like has like one of the best like just synopsises where it's just like Jason Voorhees takes a refuge at a cabin near Crystal Lake, joins a group of co-eds, and goes on a killing spree. It's it's Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Oh, you took Sam's pick. No, yeah, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> take it. I was afraid you were you taking take mine. Take it back. <laughs> I was afraid you were taking mine. Take this. So you, yeah, I don't you, care. you thought, oh my god, I've been shot. No, I wasn't going there. I was going. <laughs> I was, I was going. <laughs> 
I want more kills in my movie, sir. I want more death, more blood, more gore. And that's that's really all they did for 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 Friday the 13th Part 3. It's like, well, how do we top one and two? Well, you just make it bloodier. Well, goddamn right. And you we make do. it 3D. You're 3D, dude. I mean, this is 3D, man. It, look, I'm honest. If Jaws 3D was on this list, I would have taken that, but it's not. So oh. <laughs> I'm going with Friday the 13th 3D. Uh, is it trashy? Shit, yeah. Is it like, is it, you know, is it a great film? Fuck no. No, it's not. Does, did, did, it, did it progress the horror, you know, genre in any way, shape, or form? Not really, but it kept, J- it kept Jason Voorhees in the zeitgeist and allowed him to make many more films <laughs> to come. <laughs> Bring bring back uh, Jason Voorhees, Blumhouse. We were talking about you earlier. We need more Jason. We need more Freddy. Just just take over all those franchises that are lying dormant while we get lots of like shitty nun movies and all this other stuff. I, I want my my slasher movies back. So uh, I think it's a good pick for round five, Dave. I'm surprised that you picked it, um, but kudos. Well, I'm secretly a huge horror fan. I just don't tout it as much as shampoo. Ooh, <laughs> which by the way we'll set up that we might see see dave in another draft maybe in october dave maybe we'll see maybe uh might have something to do with the horror genre I, in, that, in that time slot so excited for october i'll say it every episode so uh doug you got your last pick here in the draft in round five what do you go with man all right well maybe i have too much horror on my list but also maybe i don't care and this film this is the hill I'm going to live or die on because people hate this movie and people love this movie. And it's Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. Oh, you are definitely love. dying the <laughs> Love. Is, Go for I it, love Doug. I love this movie. It is a movie that hates children. It murders children at every chance it possibly gets. It hates the Irish for some reason. It is a crazy, crazy movie. The only one that does not have – what's his face? It came with Michael Myers in it. But it is a standalone, stellar, cheesy, bad horror movie that I absolutely adore. So if I if this loses me this, I don't care. I'll go down with this. <laughs> I love I mean, number one, I love that you have three Ooh. horror movies in your list, Doug, but I love Season of the Witch uh dearly. What does everyone else think about this? Kept Such it off a bad my list film. because it, it it literally took out what made you know Halloween such a such a hit like it just it just left it all behind and and literally put out a shoddy product with name alone but then everyone after this where it brings him back is total garbage this is better than four five h2o who cares like it's so much better than those movies yeah, but that's like saying one type of shit tastes better than another type of shit, man. That's like nothing to be proud of. <laughs> I, I would. I'm, I'm, I'm partial. To, I'm partial to green with a little bit of corn. Is that? Is that a problem? <laughs> I, 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 Dave, you know this. I will not allow anyone to besmirch Tom Atkins on a draft. He is a saint here. And he is great in this movie. Oh my god! A drunk, a drunken doctor. Guys, come on! This is a great movie. I love it. I don't. I don't understand the hate for the movie. Like I Neither know do I. something being different, and that throws people off. But uh, I think it's highly underrated. So I, I love the pick in round five, Doug. Good job, John. You got your last pick here in round five. What are you going with, man? 
Well, I know my uh, Pink Floyd was a little bit of a long shot in one of the other rounds, but I've got one that I'm, I'm going to go with this one, and, and this is going with the heart. And I'm almost going with this one because I had not heard of this before knowing I was going to be on this on this draft. And I went and I found this movie, and I was like, I've never heard of this before, but it's got actors I love. I'm going to watch it. I fell in love with it. I want more people to go see it because I think it's great. I'm going to go with Death Trap. Whoa! Oh, yeah, that's a deep cut, man, but that's a good movie. Yeah, that, I, I love I had not seen it before. I love Christopher Reeve from the Superman movies. Yeah. Uh, my wife loves, uh, the, is it Somewhere in Time, where he's with, um, oh, my God, I'm blanking on her name, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Jane Seymour. Yes, Jane mm. Seymour. Thank you. Um, yeah, my wife loves that movie. So I just, and I admittedly, I have not seen a lot of Christopher Reeve outside of the Superman movies. So whenever I find something that he's in and he's not playing Superman, I'm like, this is this is great stuff. And I just, the, the twists in this movie and just Michael, Michael Caine is amazing too. Um, but yeah, no, I, I watched this one for the first time maybe a couple weeks ago and just love it. And I, even if people look at this on the draft board and they say, what the heck is that? I just I want them to go look it up so they can go watch it too. Uh, based based on a play, uh, Death Trap. It's an amazing film. That was uh, mm-hmm. Sid, who directed that one? That was Sidney Lumet, right? Yeah, yeah. Sidney Lumet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think it's uh, very underseen. I I admire picking it in round five just to get people to see it, John. So everyone check it out, Death Trap, as well, Sam. You got the last pick of this entire draft, eighty-two. I've got, I've got some a couple a couple of surprising movies in my eyes that haven't been picked. What did it go with to finish off the draft? Yeah, I've, I'm having problems here. I definitely am having problems, and I do want to make a joke about a movie because I do am having a trouble choosing a film at the moment. But I'm not going to go of that one. I am going to go with the often overlooked Martin Scorsese film that is absolutely brilliant and a great uh, study of a character. It is King of Comedy. This was back in the day when Robert De Niro and Scorsese were still making great films. Absolutely love this film. Back when Jerry Lewis wasn't a grumpy old bastard. Well, he kind of was, but yeah, it was good. It's a really good film. Uh, Great a, choice. A timely pick because uh, we got this new Joker movie that's being made right now. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. by t- unfortunately by Todd Phillips, but he says that the King of Comedy is a big influence uh, on this new movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Um, has everyone seen the King of Comedy here? I assume yes. R- Rupert. I have not. Ooh, no. you need to check. No, I, I have I, not. Day, it's on my list. Both of you guys need to check this out. De Niro, Rupert Pupkin, just the character alone oh. is like all timer. It's so, like, as, as uneasy as Taxi Driver made you in terms of Robert De Niro's character, this, this for me was even more uneasy. He felt more unhinged and more mm-hmm. psychotic than he did in Taxi Driver. There's this something about great, it just really scared This is scared a great me. pick. I, I was too afraid to choose this. I should have taken it, but this is a great pick. Also, also very timely uh, in, in the times we are living in now in 2018. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go back and check it out. I'm looking... On the page, it's got a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Ebert seemed to love it. King of Comedy. Check it out, guys. It's great. So, um, Guys, this is it. So before we get to our honorable mentions, let me read out what we got here on the board for this 1982 draft as I try to move this gigantic new board. So Dave, Dave 
Dave's got The Thing, Conan the Barbarian, Tootsie, Rocky 3, and Friday the 13th Part 3. Doug has Blade Runner, Poltergeist, Creepshow, Annie, and Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. John has E.T., Star Trek 2, Wrath of Khan, Pink Floyd, The Wall, The Dark Crystal, and Death Trap. And Sam has First Blood, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, 48 Hours, Tron, and The King of Comedy. What does everyone think about your list? I'm happy. <laughs> what? Don't, ever, don't everyone get excited <laughs> and start throwing. Oh, I'm supposed to use an F word, aren't I? I'm fappy. I'm very fappy about this. I'm I'm very happy. I never even made it into my round five on my list. I didn't even have to go that low, so I'm I'm pretty happy with what I got. I'm, I'm pretty good with mine too. I, I I love all the movies I've got on my list. If there was one other person on here that I might want to switch lists with, it'd probably be Dave. Ooh, da- but I'm yeah, good with mine. Just play Eye of the Tiger for me right now, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, John, that Pink Floyd, The Wall in round three, man, that one really sticks out uh, in my eyes. I I still think Conan, Dave, that was a little high for you, but uh, yeah, but who? What, what's the difference? It's on my list, and it and it would have went three or four for someone else's. So what's the difference? It's on my list, mm. and I'm happy that it's there. I don't know who that someone is that you're talking about, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Uh, I totally would have taken it. It's a great film. <laughs> and, and also, I love Doug's picks, but again, he took the 1982 version of Blade Runner instead of the others. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's going to really hurt. That's going to hurt. I learned an important lesson tonight. For every draft, I have always used boxofficemojo.com <laughs> to, uh, don't do it, to don't figure do out it. what films to pick. And clearly, I forget that some films come out in like December of <laughs> of one year and may do better in the box office in the next year. Yeah, so, some films literally come out on Christmas Day. Like, yeah. I, I mean, so, I, I think uh, I think I, need, I, I was about to say, I think Google Wikipedia and IMDb just the year is when it first opens wide anywhere. I so. mean, and this this isn't like to like tout myself, but like most of the time I've seen a lot of the movies when I when I look up a year on Box Office Mojo. So like I don't even think to like Google them and stuff like that or or any because it's like it's there and it's like I've seen that movie. I love that movie. I know other people love that movie. It's going on my list. So like and like I said, you know, I just I will never use boxofficemojo.com. I will put more thought into my list before <laughs> I add films from a previous year onto my list. We're so we're going to test this theory uh with some honorable mentions. So, if there was a hypothetical round 6, Dave, what would be your round 6 pick? Gandhi. Whoa, yeah, was, was, was that was list. that the one you were talking about earlier the the Academy Award? Oh my god, I've been shot. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, Doug, uh, Doug, Doug, what would you pick? Academy Award-winning film in that year. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised that it didn't go. But it, it's not like that's one of the things we always know that like the Academy Award winner doesn't mean that it's yeah. it's gonna last forever. I mean, the number one film up for a lot of us that we said was The Thing, and that was number 42 in the box office that year and won <laughs> zero awards. This is so. true. This is true. This is true. What what would have been your sixth pick, uh, Doug? Um, I. I in the mid-80s, I had HBO. I don't know how many people did, but in the mid-80s, HBO used to stand for, hey, Beastmaster's on, and I would have chosen oh. Beastmaster because that yeah, thing was that on was, all the time. That was on my list. <laughs> oh, I love Beastmaster, man. That's a that's a sharp pull. John, what would, what would have been your, your first honorable mention here? 
You know what? I, off the top of my head, I might have gone The Secret of Nim, but I've already got a bunch of like kids movies and other stuff on there. I just I love the Don Bluth animation. So I, I think I might have gone Secret of Nim. As a huge Don Bluth fan and like animation file, that's that's a deep cut, but really good, good, pick. good pick. Yeah. Got got some darkness in that one as well. Some some nightmare fuel for the, the little kids. Uh Secret of Nim. And and Sam, what what would have been your last pick if you got another? I think I maybe would have gone for the female votes and maybe either gone for Sophie's Choice or Officer and a Gentleman. One of those Love two. lifts you up where you <laughs> there belong. <we> go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. What, what do I got here on my list? I have an 82 film, a ho- another horror film that I'm actually going to not reveal now because we might see that movie uh, next month on our show. But World According to Garp is a big one uh, that I love. Diner, of course, best little whorehouse in Texas. R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. But that, that was like that was like number three or four on like on like the uh, box office for yeah. that year. That made a Holy shit ton shit. of money. I was I was shocked when I saw that. A- has everyone yeah, seen that movie? That's a great movie. So check it out, uh, yeah, I, yeah, dude. Yeah. I, and this is no lie. Uh, like my dad, like bought that on both VHS, DVD, and probably now owns it on <laughs> Blu-ray or whatever. Like he watches that movie. So that and and uh, the ABBA movie. What's the fucking ABBA movie? Mamma Mia. Yeah. Like, oh. Those are like my dad's like favorite movies. Uh, your dad <laughs> sounds great. like a fun time, man. Sounds yeah. like he's funner than you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, try growing up with him. Uh, <laughs> any other honorable mentions we miss, guys? Das Boot. That was 81. Too. Das Boot. Yeah, that was 81. <laughs> See? Yeah, that was 81. See? See? Stop living it, in it the continues. past, Dave. Stop living in the past. What about, what about, swamp, what about swamp Thing? I had Swamp Thing on my list, yeah. Swamp Air, Thing. Airplane 2. The not so good as Airplane Oof. One. Man, that's a rough watch. That's. Okay. I, I know. I know you tend to have a lot of Australians on the show, so I was going to go with the Man from Snowy River. I was just about to say that. Oh, that's, that's a, a popular film in New Zealand as well. Uh, yeah. yeah. How about how about Megaforce, guys? Great film. If you've never seen Megaforce, Grease Two, Cat People. Uh, Cat yeah, I, I I kept Grease Two off my list for <laughs> obvious reasons. What about Class? I would have loved if someone put Grease Two. Man, they have Class of nineteen eighty four. On there, has anybody seen that? Mm, no. Is that, I no, that, got is that a good one? That, yeah, yeah, it's like a good like teacher revenge on punk student movie. It's pretty great. <laughs> uh, Night shift with uh, mm-hmm. good one. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was in there, yeah. right? Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Henry Dead men. Dead men don't wear plaid. Is there? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What what we're saying is there there were a lot of good movies uh, in '82. So if you're listening to this draft, of course. On Wednesday, uh, the middle of the week after this drops, we're going to have our poll up, our, our draft board up. Again, the winner of this draft advances to the semifinals of our 80s tournament uh, next March uh, of next year. So, um, no one, no one went with Swamp Thing. Come on, guys. I had that in round five. I, I it was it, it was just, high on my list. It was coming up. Yeah. I don't I mean, have they brain got- damage, so no, I didn't have it on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired again. Uh, (laughs) Thanks to all these guys. So let's go down the list, make sure where we can find everyone. Dave, Super Movie Bros, where can we find you in the podcast online, man? Uh, Anywhere that podcast can be heard. Uh, You can also find us on Twitter at Super Movie Pod. That's, I mean, what what, what else do you want from me? Shout out to to Jay, your boy Jay. Everyone make sure who hasn't it, seen like ninety percent of the movies on our list. Yeah, let, so. let's guess. There, there's 
there's 20 movies on this list. What is your guess that Jay has seen of these, Dave? This is a, a game within the game. Well, I, 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 honestly, I, I've obviously made him see The Thing, so he's seen that. He's seen E.T., obviously. Um, he only saw Blade Runner, I believe, several months before Just give me a guess. You don't have to out. go through the whole draft order. Come on, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a What's number. One he hasn't seen? No. How many of 20 do you think you've seen? What number? Oh, oh, uh, five. Oh, five. Okay, five of 20. We'll see what Jay says. Uh, Dave, 20%. Dave good, luck at, good luck in this draft, and I will see you in October, sir. Adios. Awesome. Doug, you came here late, but you oh, got it you, you got you got a solid list, sir. Where can we find you and your podcast, Good Times, Great Movies Online, man? Just find Good Times Great Movies Online. Like anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh we're on Twitter at GTGMcast. Uh we have a whole month of Stephen King. Like I said, we just did Maximum Overdrive. Vote for me. We're doing Creep Show next, Silver Bullet, uh, all sorts of stuff. So find the show. It's a lot of fun. Dude, this is how uh, simpatico we are, Doug. We we got some Stephen King probably coming up next week on our show. So nice. It's his birthday today. Shout shout out to Stephen King. Uh, love me some King. Chrissy's I'm sure, is excited about that coming up. But, Doug, I appreciate you being here. I'm glad you made it, man. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Seriously, guys, I really do genuinely apologize for taking a nap on the couch. <laughs> you're hazing ends. You're, you're hazing ends tonight. You'll be terrible. forgiven. Under, under Doug's name, I'm going to have a parentheses, <sighs> was late to draft, just so everyone sees yes. it when they vote. So, uh, uh, John uh, from 30-something podcast, thanks again for joining us tonight. Where can we find your podcast online, man? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Um, we are at 30 Podcast, pretty much anywhere you find your podcasts, uh, but 30podcast.com, so 30podcast.com is our website. And then on Twitter, um, we're Twitter, Instagram, pretty much anything that's out there. We're at 30 Podcast. And uh, we just did, we just got done with a month of uh, like teen and college movies. We did Mystic Pizza, Heather's, uh, Stand and Deliver. Uh, we did Animal House because it was reaching its 40th this year. And then we're coming up with a bunch of uh, Halloween-themed movies in October, doing uh, Pumpkinhead, They Live, um, and then a bunch of other things. We're doing The Blob, uh, the 88 and 58 version of The Blob. So oh. got a lot of good scary movies coming up. Pumpkinhead. I'm excited for that one, man. Great, great, great stuff, man. Uh, again, thanks, John, for joining us, dude. Yeah, thank you. Sam, you're over in the middle of the day. Sipping on on something over there in New Zealand. Where can we find you and your your lovely podcast online, man? Yeah, just find us anywhere. Um, podcast name is Movie Reviews and Twenty Qs. We're all <laughs> over the place. We're in smoke signals in New Zealand at the moment. It's great. And um, yeah, um, quick rundown. We basically take a movie and we ask twenty questions about it. And then yeah, we have a fuck ton of fun. So just search for Movie Reviews in, and you'll find us. That's our Twitter name as well at Movie Reviews in. I love that, like, all you're like, yeah, just, like, look online for us. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you can find this podcast, you can probably find ours. People know well, how hey, to just, use the like, internet. fucking open your window and I'll be outside in the tree. It's great. <laughs> no, clearly people don't know how to use the internet because I picked two movies from 1981 because I trusted the internet. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, wait, so, yeah, so I need to spell out our website letter by letter is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I, well, it's movie I, reviews in and the twenties a two and a zero. It's not twenty spelled out twenty. It's a two zero. 
Well, I, I will have links to, to all these podcasts in our show notes uh, when, no. the, when this episode drops. But the most important thing, again, is to go vote for who you think had the best team of, of films here in 1982. Again, thanks to Dave, Doug, John, and Sam uh, for joining me tonight. Next week, guys, here on the show again, we, we start my favorite month of the year, uh, October. We're doing all scary movies all month long. Chrissy has been complaining uh, all of September about Human it. Human centipede three. Oh, we've already talked about this, Dave. We're not going farther in our Human centipede series. One was enough. Two would probably <laughs> cause a lot of issues. So, uh, in, in st- oh, you, what you have a problem with, like a woman giving birth to a baby and then stomping on its head with the accelerator of her car? I mean, I, she does it. I have no problems with that, Dave. That's my favorite thing. But my wife might be a, another story. So instead, <laughs> instead, we're doing uh, two more Stephen King movies. Uh, two, two of my faves. We'll see what she has to think about that. But again, you can find if you're listening to my podcast now, you found it. But we're also on social media at Movie Geekcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, thanks again for joining us tonight on the 82 Fantasy Movie Draft. We'll see you next week. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.